Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone, to Greenbox Gaming plays Delta Green. We are here after a myriad of technical difficulties. <laughs> of, uh, I feel bad because I, I feel like I was the one who was, I was like, Hey guys, make sure your audio local recording is all sorted out. And then mine's all fucked up, too. Uh, myriad technical difficult that i should note are still not resolved they are ongoing technological yeah. issues yeah but we just decided to say fuck it let's do it partial <laughs> success we're just tired of, <laughs> of not doing it oh man uh so yeah we've been uh we've been away we've been oh well, well real quick i'm joe i'm the handler i'm joined by my good friends i got uh, uh i got jean who is playing our uh, wonderful uh, Benedict. I've got Dace, who is playing Benji. And then we've got uh, Brad playing Hank Ellis. Yes, I'm playing Hank Ellis. He is a level 5 ranger. What? What? That's with the wrong a... game. Wrong <laughs> game, Brad. Oh, wrong game. Earlier. That's your other podcast. That's your other podcast Switch with your window. other friends. That's the weird that. thing about Brad's characters that are all named Hank Ellis. Yeah, in any setting. <laughs> yeah. This isn't the guy that had uh, parents killed by an evil sorcerer named Shang Sun in an interdimensional fighting tournament called Mortal Kombat? Nope. <laughs> no, that's, 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 uh, I think that's. I don't even think that's a game you've been playing. I think that's just a fanfic you've been writing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, would, I would play that game, though. Did you just come up with that off the cuff? <laughs> yeah, every single bit of it. <laughs> All right, so yeah, it's been a minute. Um, last time we recorded was right after Thanksgiving, uh, and then you know people, you know, doing stuff for holidays and whatnot. We've all been kind of sideways. We really like to try to get on a schedule where we can publish something weekly. Uh, so if you're listening to this out there, we're trying. I guess is all I can say. <laughs> um, but yeah, how was um? How was everybody's Christmas? Well, I guess actually two of you haven't even done your Christmas. You're doing it tomorrow, right? Pending. That's right. Christmas is pending. Pending. Pending Christmas situation. What about you, Brad? It was great. It's just going to leave it right there. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. What What was your favorite present you got, Brad? Your. 31 years old now, so it was like a pair of socks or something. Well, keep it PG-13. Uh, I have... Uh... <laughs> yeah. oh, Let's keep it above board here. Well, <laughs> I wear these shirts. My only pair of long sleeve shirt has three buttons here. I don't know what you call it. And I wear it all the time, so my mom got me seven a, a of those shirts in every different color. It's called a, a Hensley. Hensley. Yeah. Well, now I have every color under the rainbow. Hensley. I, I I I thought you were gonna continue on say so I've got these shirts that button up and have no nipples <laughs> or something. <laughs> they just have the had the nipples cut out of them. I mean, we could modify it. Yeah. I got a, I got a onesie that had the nipples cut out and also the butt cheeks. <laughs> a pair of uh, a pair of uh, assless chaps, which is a misnomer because all chaps are assless. Hmm. So say we all. Yes. So the, there are no <laughs> ass. Are there are no ass chaps. Those are pants. 
I feel like there's a gap mm. in the market right here. For for ass for some chapped asses. For chap for chapped chap asses. I think that's something else. <laughs> okay. Is that just like just like two pieces of denim? That over your ass. <laughs> it's a DIY. Just, just the part that's cut out. <laughs> it's like a weird reverse apron. It's like it's like donut holes, but for chaps. <laughs> Leather tassels. Oh my yeah. god! It's like a baboon butt attachment, but for your chapless chap. God, it's genius from so many levels because there's so much waste when you make chaps because what do you right. do with that part that you cut out with the, with exactly. the butt part that you cut out <laughs> and when you eat baboons you don't have and all that ass. leftover it baboon just, ass it's all that wasted baboon ass <laughs> god guys i didn't think this is where this going when we started but i'm smelling is, money i was just yeah, yeah, wanted yeah. to know how everyone's christmas was <laughs> <laughs> but but now we're down. It would have been a lot better with some chapped asses. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, would you, would you guys like to talk about some Delta Green? <laughs> yeah. I guess. Yeah, okay. I could circle back to the I'm... chapped asses, but let's, let's <laughs> do it. I'm sure we will. Um, so, yeah, so we are here. We are back in the wide, wide, wonderful world of Delta Green, and I guess uh, we'll s just start with a quick recap. I don't know. Did you guys have any time to listen back to um, to the episodes at all? Yep, yeah, I listened night. to <laughs> well, Brad listens every night. I listened to episode five uh, two weeks ago, and then the last part tonight. So, yeah. A little bit I wanted refreshed. to come in with the the same discombobulated feeling that I left with, so I didn't. Okay. <laughs> so no, it's a, method. That's yeah, it's, method. It's, it's, method. it's method. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, you gotta respect. Uh, you gotta respect it. But yeah, so um, so we are here. Our group is in 1995, New York City. The cover task, the cover mission that you have been assigned by your Delta Green handler is to assist the FBI in the disappearance of Abigail Wright, a young artist uh, working in New York, living and working in New York City. But that's just the cover task. What's really happening is that a strange symbol, a strange sigil caught Delta Green's attention. Some of Delta Green's agents at the FBI. You guys have been sent in uh, to document clean up her apartment which is some weird hoarder's shrine um, and as you guys have done so things have continuously gotten a little bit weirder um, last episodes uh, last few episodes you guys um, had kind of dug into the stuff in her apartment a little more and uh, after uh, Benedict's PA uh, Jeremy uh, did something and was found with a demonic symbol in his hand. And Jeremy. Freaking Jeremy, man. Um, you guys began to investigate the, the, the rest of the apartment building and some of the other tenants. Uh, <laughs> you guys keep going back to this poor, poor son of a bitch, uh, Roger Caroon. Uh, 
and you repeatedly kind of uh, went back and tore his apartment apart. But there were some things that you began to notice that were a little odd. Uh, you'd found this floppy disk, which is with a strange story that described you guys in great detail, in the basement in Roger's things. He has no memory, supposedly, of making this. And you guys have believed him. Something else, though, you found in his apartment, you found that the food in his refrigerator... Um, yeah, you found some meat and like a, a really oddly ornate fine bottle of wine. They seem to be out of place. Not only that, the expiration date for all of his food was back in June, which is around the time when Abigail was reported missing. Uh, and here we are in August, and all these things are in his apartment, and all this food, it's supposed to have been expired, but it's not. Um, like I said, a little bit odd. And you guys... Uh, Actually, Benji then took that food and ran outside to try to go after that guy you guys saw. And when you did, the food all immediately rotted once you left the building. You guys went on to investigate some of the other people in the apartment. Um, I believe it was... um, Gosh, I can't remember which one's name. Um, Louis Post, uh, who is an, an animator... You went into his room, and everything seemed fine. He's a comic book artist, but you discovered these these really disturbing graphic comics of a man with children and a man drowning and murdering children alongside a strange mirror. You went into um, Michelle Van Fitz's apartment, and you discovered a strange book that didn't seem to belong there. Um, you had originally gone in her room... To uh, because you had found this hand-drawn map that said there was a tunnel that led off of one of the walls. A wall that, if it had an opening, would open out into nothingness, into the air of the second floor. Um, and then I believe you guys had also, besides Roger, there's someone, one of the other tenants. I'm sorry if I'm uh, trying to remember everything that we actually did. Uh, but you guys basically continue to find odd things in everyone's rooms. Now, you eventually went up to the top floor, and again, it's odd because a lot of this apartment, which is a, in a pretty nice part, nice-ish part of New York, a lot of these apartments are empty. One, one important tenant uh, was the standoffish lady. I can't remember her name. Do uh, you remember you what I'm talking we about? Got book from her. Yes. That's who we yeah. got the book from. Yes, you got the okay, strange, sorry. the strange book, which is like a, um, it's an English to Tartesian dictionary, which is a language yes. that no one has heard about ever. Um, Can't have enough of those. Yeah, you guys eventually go upstairs. You're continuing to look around, and about the time nightfall occurs, you guys realize there's like one of you turns around. There's suddenly like a half-smoked cigar just laying on the on the counter you guys hear strange music in the distance it sounds like uh 19 like 1910 1920s like turn of the century like swing jazz kind of stuff as you guys hear all this in the distance you go up the stairs that had previously led to the unremarkable roof of the building and open the door to find it to find it its entrance into a beautiful and ornate smoking lounge you guys entered closed the door behind you and when you opened it again you found not 
the downstairs back to the McAllister building, but a long hallway, impossibly long, as you stepped into a new place. You also met Mike Rourke, or Mark Rourke. Um, a name that should be familiar to you because it was a name that was in that strange story that you read. Uh, it was one of the characters that you had identified uh, as not knowing who they are. He came in and talked to you guys, and he seemed he told you that he knows Abigail, that he knows who she is, and that she's with the salesman up on sixth floor. It's her boyfriend, and that he hasn't seen her for a while. Um, you guys basically said goodbye to him. Um, did have an interest something interesting. Uh, Benedict wanted uh, was. Something happened. I don't know if you guys picked up on it. I'm not, I don't know if I'm putting too much of a spotlight on it. Benedict had wanted some tea. And when he had asked about it and kind of put that out into the universe, well, lo and behold, there's happened to be some tea there. And it seems to be, as you guys try to travel down these hallways, that it's like, wa it's like walking in a dream. It's like some things are impossibly far away, but then they're too close at the same time. It's like everything is like trying to move against you and things don't seem to be working well. One of the last things that happened is you guys ran into a dog. As you guys had been looking for a dog in the McAllister building and seen sign of one. You find this dog, this large mastiff with the name Abraham on its uh, collar and Benji befriended him with a finger sandwich. The last thing that you guys saw, the last thing that happened was we were fortunate enough as you guys go down the uh, hallway you find a you find a um, a closet and the you open it and it appears to be the same closet that you had shoved Jeremy <laughs> the mirror and all of these strange pictures in but Jeremy's not there but then posted to the back wall is this strange symbol that you see in the middle of your play space on roll 20. You all take a little bit of sanity damage. Benedict, more than anyone else, actually hears whispering in the back of his head. Have you seen it? 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 And that is where we're going to pick up. Right there in the hallway. Actually, Benji was fine. Other thing. Yeah, and Benji's totally fine. <laughs> he passed. He passed. He was just like, where he left off, he's like, hey, guys, take a look at this. It makes, when I look at it, it makes my brain hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. God, that made me laugh. One of the most fascinating, <sighs> weird things that happened was that plane ticket. Oh yes, the, you guys did find that plane ticket that seems to be from the from future. the future, presumably. Yeah, yeah, Michael Whitwer, right? Mm -hmm. So, in in this day and age, he's a fifteen-year-old in Louisville, right? Um, but the the plane ticket was dated. What did you say, Brad? Fifteen years in the future. In the future. Or no, he's a fifteen-year-old. I bet. I can't it read the, the... I'll make it bigger real quick. Oh, yeah. 6 uh -oh. June, 2015. 2015. So it's 10 years in 20 the future, years right? in the future. Oh, 20... Wait, no. 1995. 
Oh no. 2015. <laughs> that changes everything. Oh, changes everything. <laughs> no, it's just one of those things like, do you guys ever get locked into thinking like 95 is 10 years ago? And <laughs> yeah, then, right. You know? Yeah. And you realize yeah. that we're actually dinosaurs. Yeah. All right. So 2015, which is 20 years in the future. Fuck me. So yeah, you guys are you guys are right here, uh, standing in the hallway. Uh, oh yeah, let me. I actually I got something for this. Let me. Let me do. Uh, Ooh. There we go. Change it up a little bit. Well, that's nice. <laughs> Excellent. That's not creepy Seems, at all. I feel safer already. <laughs> Good. It was meant to put you at ease. <laughs> so do we have do we have any idea where we are relative to that little scribbled napkin? Um, you can make me some type of roll to see how do you think. Now keep in mind, this space doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. Yeah. The night floors. Oh, by the way, remember how I originally had told you guys that I wasn't going to tell you the name of the operation because I didn't because it was a spoiler. Yeah. Well, congratulations. The night floors. Uh, You've reached the night floors. Wow. That means we're about to die this episode since he told us the. <laughs> no. There's nothing more for us to find. I googling. <laughs> My brain immediately starts metagaming. Like part one. This is the end of part one. We're in the fucking night forest. What are we gonna fight? Can I so when was X Files made? Was X Files made around in ninety five? Probably not. No, it was definitely going on in ninety five, right? Yeah, Let's check. Absolutely. All right. In the meantime, I'm gonna I'm gonna do an occult roll to try and figure out how does that sound. Okay. Occult roll. Go for it. Occult roll. Let's see, what we got. I just hear voices. I Success. Got twenty four. Twenty four under fifty in occult. How do you think you're you're bringing your occultic knowledge into this, like? Oh. He's a reporter. He knows everything. He, he did all the reporting on all the weird shit that happened at the Daily Mail. He knows maps. He knows maps and he knows napkins. If, if anything, <laughs> listen, I know two napkins. things that describe right. Benedict. <laughs> and that is maps and napkins. Okay, well, there is... I would say that what, <laughs> what you know is that... I'm trying to think. Like you have a fifty, you have a, you do have a fifty in occult, so you're you're pretty well steeped in occult. This this place, it it reminds you of something that you've heard of, of like like interspaces, like spaces that are between this world and another world that have little bits of both intermingled. That's why themes thematically things might seem kind of like they're of our world. But they're not making the kind of sense. That's why, like, for instance, like, there might be a time, like, you know, you might look down to the right and see something. And you might look to the left and then look back to the right 
and that hallway is now shorter. Or there's a door there that wasn't there before. It's... You think that you might be... Like, this sounds like things that you've heard of, like people who go on vision quests and other kind of, like, occultic things that you've heard of and experience that people have. That sounds like this, but you're living it. Not only are you living it, as far as you're aware, the other two people with you are living it too. But I can tell you that you're not sure how to get out still. You're not really sure where you are. And I would well, say that... Like... Actually, I'll tell you this. I will tell you this. You think that if you need to figure out where you are, then you probably need... Then probably a good place to start is to figure out more about where you came from. It's the McAllister building. There's something going... Like, this building was creepy. This building was a little weird. The people in it were a little weird. There's something going on with this building and you need to get to the bottom of it to get to the bottom of what this place is well so question in all the time we spent in Abigail's room cataloging all of her stuff do you think there's any chance that Benji would have pocketed one of those things like one of her items like I don't know a manuscript from a page she wrote or like a lock of her hair. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I don't know. Like, if because she's a she's an artist, um, and Benji's a musician, and there's lots of stuff. You know what? This is a perfect time to utilize a luck roll. Is what it is. That's what we're gonna do. Uh, let me do something here real quick. He was stuck in a liminal space. What is technically the definition of a liminal space? I know it has, like, it is something very specific. So I was trying to explain this to somebody. I'm interested to hear your definition, John, because I tried to explain it to somebody uh, last weekend, and I kind of got there, but I didn't get all the way there. I think it's, like, it's in between. It's anything between one thing and another, like the liminal space, and it's that kind of gray area where... You're not in either side. That's how I understand it. One of the one of the best or one of the most accurate depictions that I've come across is like uh, picture your high school, and then picture it like after hours when nobody's there. It's like right. in between what it's supposed to be. It gives you that eerie feeling of like I don't know that that kind of sums it up for me. That's my interpretation of it. Yeah, it's like in a state of change. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Thinking of my bathroom when I'm not brushing my teeth and taking a shit at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> you do that? Time is money, man. <laughs> All right, Roger. <laughs> <laughs> Brad Davis, twenty twenty-three. Fucking time is money. Talking appointed. about shitting and brushing teeth at the same time. <laughs> All right, CEO of Chapped Ass Inc. That's what you are right now. What All if right, you so... ate a meal in between every bite? Oh my god! Brushed your teeth while you were shitting out your previous <laughs> meal. <laughs> This is what I'm talking it's about. I am, I am getting us back on track <laughs> to Delta Green okay. right this second. Right. That's probably smart. Um, 
Yeah. I rolled a 62, which is an unlucky thing. So we're going to say the opposite thing that you wanted to happen happened, which is no, <laughs> you did not pick up anything. Um, <laughs> that being, You just have a sandwich. That being said, um, you didn't specifically say that you had thrown away the two things that you picked up. The hamburger meat and the bottle of wine from Roger Caroon's home. Yeah. We take the dictionary with us as well. You did take the dictionary. The Cartesian with you as dictionary. Well from, uh. Okay. From what's her face? From, uh, Michelle Van Fitz's apartment. Yeah. Well, I really wanted a, um. I wanted something from Abigail's apartment so I could, um. Sort of use Abraham as like a, a point dog. Like oh, okay. Sniff to something. try to get her to sniff, get him to sniff something. Uh, you don't have is anything. It a, is it a. Cool. That you think is like is especially it, smelly. You don't have anything. Is Abraham a girl? Abraham is a, a male dog, I believe. Oh, you said her. Let me let me chip. I pull up his leg. <laughs> it's, it's, Get it's, in there. It's male dog. <laughs> what that's do you boy. say? That's a boy, huh? Abraham, that's a little bit of a mouthful. I think we're gonna have to shorten that. Uh, I'm gonna call you Ham. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, actually, something kind of about this symbol that you found. Benedict, you have this feeling. Not, not only do you hear this, like, and you still hear it. You still feel like you hear this. Like, you like you turn around, and it seems like you just missed whoever's, like, whispering in your ear. You get a hinting suspicion that all those years ago, I mean, it was like five years ago, when those strange men... Uh, picked you up and put you in a van uh, right after you had that encounter with the uh, strange American in the park who dropped that piece of paper. You don't know what it is. You think this might be it. You you think that... Not that you, just, you think that this is the same symbol. You think this is the same sheet of paper. The exact same thing. Well, shit. What are we talking about? His backstory that we don't know yet, or something? Yeah, his uh, his his oh. uh, flashback they had. Yeah, yeah, we had oh. a flashback uh, in a park. This is the reason I got picked up by Delta Green because somebody dropped a random piece of paper. Oh, right oh, back. you? Yes, I remember you. Sorry, I thought he was talking to Benji. Okay, gotcha. So yeah, so what do you guys do? Well, uh, Hank. Uh, yes, sir. Abby, or as she prefers to be called, Gail is on the sixth floor, right? Do you see any demarcation or any? You figure any way we can get up to the sixth floor? You see an elevator or a set of stairs? Let me check, and I'm gonna roll a search. And I'm looking around. I said, "Have you fellas ever read the book, The Great Gatsby?" <laughs> Failed. Yeah, uh, you don't immediately see any stairs. Um, it's just like that. This place is is weird. It's if you ever, um, it kind of reminds you of a not like you're drunk necessarily, but almost like you like just got a dental procedure done and you're just like kind of loopy. 
like I said, but things seem far, far away and then not so far away. And then there's, you know, you, you feel like you see a flash of someone just kind of walking quickly across a T-intersection. And then they're gone. But if you're going to go somewhere, if you're going to look for something, like, I, I need you to tell me what you're doing and where you're going and what you're looking for. Okay, I think there's we no should. There's stairs, we're up here with a dog. Not from um, where you see, not from what you're looking at right this second. I think we should try to find the owner of this fine establishment. Because uh, things are getting so, weird. So, we, we touched on that last session. And as far as what Mark told us, the owner, quote, is Mr. Castain. The night He's manager. more like yeah. the custodian. Night so manager. he's not necessarily the owner. Um, but where we left off, we were sort of pushing to find Abigail, who's on the sixth floor with the man with white shoes. So that's, that's the main objective there, uh, how we get right. there is what we got to figure out. Well, let's just start searching rooms, I say. <laughs> I think that's a terrible idea, but yes, let's do it. I think it's a wonderfully uh, uh, terrible idea. <laughs> let's see if the dog will lead us somewhere. I said, uh, come here, ham, and I'm reaching bitch's pocket and get some of that meat out of it what is sandwiches. the meat like good now no, Think, no i thought you had nope. like the meat nope. and wine from the nope it's still gross <laughs> <laughs> say oh uh abraham we're looking for someone important uh can you find her <laughs> i just give him some uh, you're talking old to the sand like old meat and it just is yes it's panting it's mouth open and it's like sitting, like leaning up against Benji, you know, like almost sitting on his feet and leaning up against him and just looking up at you with this panting big dog smile. Just... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're such a good little lamb dog. Pat him on the head. Um, I don't think he understands us. I don't speak what we speak. Ham, look at me, look at me in the eyes. And I'll hold up the ball. <laughs> it, it, he's it, he's like cross-eyed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, he's like watching which way you're doing going with the ball as you go back and forth. We're looking we're looking for a man with white shoes. Do you understand English ham? He's looking the ball. <laughs> oh, alright. Uh Benji will throw the ball down the hallway. Um Alright. If you if you're just gonna stand there, he goes and gets the ball and comes back. Okay. All well, right. fellas, uh, what do y'all think about taking a wall? Just seeing the sides. Yeah. All right. I think that's a good idea. Let's just uh, maybe not open every room, but listen to see if we hear any action about. Uh, if that sounds like a good idea. Oh, Ham here's got good instincts. He did show us that room that had that mirror in it. Yeah, that mirror and no Jeremy. And no Jeremy. <laughs> He's also... What? Did we uh, actually look at also... the mirror? Did you? I don't know. Are we, was that the we still room? in that room? Was that the room where uh, where Benji found the piece of paper that 
caused us to roll sanity checks? Was yeah, that was in the same? It was a closet. It was like it was the closet. As far as you yeah. can tell, it is it is the closet where you put Jeremy, the mirror, and all that stuff. Okay. Well, yeah. But basically, I, I think Maybe... I think I think Jean is saying that you haven't investigated anything else in there right yet, right now. Yeah, so right. maybe investigate the mirror, then get out of here. Because, <laughs> God, this I is the so. theme. This is the theme. This is how we play. We've been standing in the same spot <laughs> <laughs> for 30 fucking years. We played minutes a game now. of fish. <laughs> like, okay. You you go to man. you go to fish the the mirror out. It's this like big baroque piece. It's ornate. It's about as tall. It's like a full length mirror, and it's about four feet across. It's big and heavy. You kind of pull it out, and you're looking at it. Um, someone give me a someone give me. Mm, I'm trying to think of what to use. Uh, cool. No, I'm not letting you use one of your best skills just for kicks. Um, Demolitions. Sidearm. Sidearm. Um, give me like a... Computer science. How about this? Give me an unnatural. Unnatural? No, even better. Give me a power. Give me power. Power check. Up top. Okay. Power check. Raw power check. Everybody? Yep. Uh, Benji got a success. 49 under 65. <gasps> oh, critical shit. Success Benedict, Benedict got a critical. I don't see... Po- oh, I see it. Okay, here we go. Success. Wow. You all we succeed. We are so powerful. You all succeed, but Benedict... Still with this kind of voice in the back of his head, he hears this. Have you seen it? Have you seen it? And you all, you all pull it out and you you set it, you set the mirror there, and you're looking at, and you, and at first, you know, you kind of like, you kind of rub your eyes because you're looking at it. It's a little dirty, the mirror. It's got like little smudges on it, and it's like, as you look at, it, you could swear that you could see something, but Benedict, Benedict, you, you do not just see the mirror you see through it you see a room that looks like you're looking through a through a window you see a room it's small and it's dirty and there's a big metal wash basin in the corner the floor is tiled and there's like a drain in it and you see a man and he's standing there by the wash basin and he has something in his hands and he's holding it with both hands and it's it's small and limp this is the motherfucker that killed all those kids and he's holding it looking there and you can even tell he's wearing like a like a, a purple like smoking jacket or something like and benedict mm. you're looking at him and you're kind of looking at his profile, and he turns and meets eyes with you. Oh, God. But just as that happens, you hear down the hallway, Hey! Hey! You all turn to look. It's Lewis Post. The animator. <laughs> oh, my God. He's walking down, oh. taking big strides at you. He's like, Hey, that's my mirror! 
Hey! Oh, Benedict breaks uh, the mirror. Lewis? He breaks it because he's freaked out. He breaks the mirror. <laughs> Do you? You oh just you just punch God. it? Yeah. Oh, okay. He just smashes really? the river because he's freaked Holy out. Shit. All right. Uh, all right. I. <laughs> Let's give, go. <laughs> give me an unarmed attack. You don't have to do that well. Oh it's not hard to break a mirror. Let's see if you damage your hand. Okay. Success. Thirty-four under forty. You. What are the implications? You punch this mirror, and it's like this big old, like you know, <laughs> like big big thing. You punch man. it, and it like it the the glass really? shatters and falls down. And there's like a wooden back to it. The wooden back is still there, and as you you hear, and you hear something. You hear in the distance. You hear like what sounds like someone scream, like a man, like screaming. And Lewis is like, no, 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 no. And he drops to his knees in front of the mirror and he's clawing at the pieces of glass and he's cutting himself up as he's doing. He's like, no, 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 no. Oh, what have you done? What have you done? I, oh, God. Oh, God. No, no, no. And he's like trying to push the glass back up into the into the frame of the mirror. And he's, oh, he's manic and, and frazzled and he's, he's crying. I say, it's like a, it's like a, a man ahead. who's been disemboweled trying to push his intestines back into himself. I, it's, it's not unlike that. But the thing is, is this is almost nothing like the Lewis Post you met earlier. He was well put together and well spoken and calm. He's just he's, and and what the hell is he doing in this weird place? Uh, Hank's not having any of it. He just picks up Lewis by the shirt, pushes him against the wall, says, Listen here, you little, um, tortured artist type. You said you had nothing to do with this place or knew anything about, uh, <laughs> epic burn. Uh, <laughs> you said you knew nothing about the right girl or anything, and, and here we find you here, uh, crying about a mirror. And he's like, so you're like gonna you're like pick him up and like like put him up against the wall yeah. or what? Yeah, rough him like yeah. All right, um, pin him against the wall like that. He's he says he looks at you. He's like he's like he's like I he's like he's like it's only it's only here at night. Like the place is only here at night. And he's but he's still just like he's like I'm never gonna be I'm never gonna see it again. Oh my god. And he's just like, and he, 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 and he, like, as you, like, kind of, like, put, let his feet go back to the ground, he just pushes you off and goes back to the mirror. And he's like, he's like, no, uh, maybe, maybe if I, and he's like, he's trying to put it back together. He's like, what have you done? He's like, my inspiration. And he turns back at you and his face is twisted and angry. He's like, he's like, he's like this is all your fault. I'll never see it again. Yeah, we got a good look at your inspiration under the bed. And the thing is, is this makes total sense. Like, all of a sudden, it it seems, as far as you can tell, when you were there earlier, Lewis didn't know where this mirror came from or where these his drawings came from. He didn't remember doing them, but now he seems to very much know what they are. And he so does, he, does he recognize us? He seems to. Okay. 
Mm. And I kind of lean over to uh, um, uh, Benedict, and I'm like, "What do you think he saw in there?" I don't think anything was. Nothing good was in there. That's why I broke it, sir. All right, all right. I do not um, care to know what was in there, but I do care to get the fuck out of this place. I'm with you there. Then he he turns to Lewis. He says, tell us where we are and how we get back to the apartment. He's just, he's he's pretty much inconsolable. I mean, he's he's literally like puzzle piecing these pieces of broken glass in there. And you looking in it, Benedict, you don't see what was in there anymore. Now it looks like just a completely normal pieces of a mirror. Seems that whatever was there is now gone. Um, but he's just like, he's like, you don't understand. You don't understand. He was showing me. Showing me. He was making me a better artist. I was gonna... I was finally... I was gonna be everything I could have been. And now... And he's just, he drops the pieces of glass and buries his face in his hands. <laughs> uh, okay. Benji will walk up to him and be like, uh, you know, get down on his on his haunches and like get on his level and be like, Hey, Lewis, you know, I'm something of an artist myself. I mean... Show you a thing or two. Gives a little friendly nudge. What are you trying to do here? <laughs> I'm trying to um, a calm him down and b like see if he has any idea where the fuck Abigail is. So like, I was trying to ease my way into a human role. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, human really will be just to kind of figure out what his deal is. Um, if you want to try persuade or something, okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, quick reminder, Hank, you gotta you gotta check your box for search failure, and we gotta oh. update all the. Oh, sorry, my dogs are going it. crazy. You're right. Okay. I'll do that. <laughs> I don't know. Do you guys think it's worth fucking with Lewis, or should we just like push on and like he's a lost cause? Uh, I think we Hank need to doesn't like him one bit, but I mean, his yeah. I mean, Hank's number one priority as a law officer is to find uh, the right girl. So I mean, anything that gets us closer to that, sure. Yeah. Well, rather than persuade, I just want to like calm him down and, and engage him and like ask him where Abigail's at. What? Would that fall under persuade? Or or maybe just charisma. You know. If you just want to give me a straight charisma. Okay. Let me know if you guys hear the dogs barking, by the way. Uh, I got a 63 under 75, which is a success. Alright. You, um... You... You're able to... He kind of calm him down. And what are you asking him? Uh, we're looking for a girl named Abigail. You've yeah. seen her here, but yeah, that's he's like he's like I know it's that's what you said before. I mean, she's 
she's here. She, she's gone. She, she went up. She, she moved in with somebody upstairs. I think. I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I just. And he like picks up one of his crumpled up pieces of like his art that were was also in the closet. He's like, he's like, how am I ever gonna do this again? You just uh... you won't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. You um, maybe you should look for a different muse, like uh, the ones you guys are pretty disturbing. So it's, maybe just uh... you don't understand, man. He he built he built all of this. He built all of this, and I and I I got to I got I got a front row seat. Do you have any idea? Wait. They would kill for that. Well, uh, so he built all this hair that we're in right now here, huh? He, uh, not this. No, no, this. No, but the 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 McAllister. He built the McAllister, and there's there's something in it like the like when you when you really first you know when I first moved in I didn't see it but 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 after after Abigail you know I mean after Abigail you know uh, brought the play you know I could see it I could see it you can see what exactly the genius genius yeah in every angle and in every light fixture it was all purposeful and and then I found the mirror and he starts to kind of weep again I lean over to Benji I'm like ask him about the play I want to know more about that about the play yeah um so uh Lewis, hey, <laughs> pick yourself up there, buddy. Well, what do you know about the, the, the... He looks over to Hank. The play? Uh, the one Abigail brought. It, it opened everything. It made me... I thought I was an artist before. Oh, no, now everything goes back. You know, I mean, you've, you've seen it. You wouldn't be here otherwise. Did uh, Abigail write the play? Oh, I don't think so. No, uh, she she brought it, Where? and we she shared it with the people in the building. You know, the King in Yellow. Oh my God! Here we fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> the, the King uh, in Yellow. It was no. this uh this old this old thing. Um, yeah, I mean it was like you know like a uh, late eighteen. It was, it's it's really good. It's really good. And like said, and you know, the first the first act is, you know, is just pretty so so, but the second act, I mean, it just like Well god dang Lewis as an artist myself, that's downright riveting. Where can I get my grubby little hands on a copy of that kind of yellow? <laughs> I think uh I mean I don't know where Abigail's copy I mean I think Michelle was the last one to to have it, but I Michelle he looks back. Whitwer. He... Say what? Michelle Whitwer. Michelle Van Fitz. Oh, okay. Oh, you're thinking of Michael. Van Fitz. Michael Whitwer. 
Now the cup of wires crossed to my head. Continue, Lewis. Um, he he looks back down at the mirror. He's like, I gotta, I I got to, I have to take this back to my apartment. I, I, I gotta. I'm gonna go get a a broom or something, and I gotta, I gotta put it back together. I gotta see him again. And he starts to walk off. Hey, Lewis? Uh. Where can I find Michelle? Around hereabouts? She's in a room. And he turns a corner. And he's disappeared forever because they're like ghosts walking around. Yeah. And Benedict um, takes a shot of glass. <laughs> Alright, you know. Like, he doesn't it. want this thing. You, you now have a, sh- a piece of this guy's mirror. <laughs> Fuck him. I would be careful with that thing, Benedict. I don't know what you I saw don't... in there, but... Any artist worth his weight in gold is not going to obsess this much over one source of inspiration. This man needs to move on, and I intend to help him. <laughs> I intend also, to be the thing that helps him move on. Also, if you haven't realized, I don't think we're in a safe situation, and having a weapon will be a great idea. Well, we back. got these guns. I mean, we do have the guns. Oh, forgot about this. <laughs> <laughs> it just starts shoot, shooting it off into the ceiling. Um, um, I'm gonna. I'm putting something down on the um, on the board. This is the man you saw, Benedict. With in the, the mirror, oh. murdering the kids in the mirror. It's this man right here. That's the one. Uh, well, I wrote in my notes that he had a mustache. Man with mustache standing, standing with zombie children. Is what I wrote down. Question mark. Zombies. <laughs> <laughs> and he's clearly got a mustache. <laughs> Looks like the same guy. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm about ready to start walking around and see if we can find this. Yeah. White shoed fellow. Can we, can we follow him? And he, can we told, try you, to follow and he told you. Lewis? He said something about the guy had built the McAllister building. So that's something. The same guy that was killing the kids built the building and maybe wrote the play. You don't know if it's the same not. guy who killed the kids, but you know he said something about someone who built the building. Yeah. Well, we saw this. He said the guy in the mirror built the building, right? Yeah. And this guy was holding something small. And the dude that we saw in the mirror. So okay, but you're just saying it's not for sure. Okay. And we know <laughs> can we, that. Can we follow Lewis? Yeah, what's, I mean, he's what's a your, bad guy. What's your intent? Uh, to find out what he knows, and to just, I guess, if he knows his way around and he knows how to get a broom, he might know the way out. So I want to follow him to at least have an exit. Is that is Benedict going, and is he? Are you leading the way, and these two guys are following you? Yeah, maybe I'll just tell them, sirs, we need to follow that man. We need a way out. All right, we can figure things out later. Yeah, we don't have any other leads right now. All right. Okay. Um. Let's, let's follow go this ahead, crazy then, Benedict. Ass. 
And Benedict, roll me a sanity check. I'm going to roll something, too. Hell. Hey, there's 72 over 59. All right, you're you go around the corner. You 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 kind of go after him, and I assume the other two are kind of right on your heels. And uh, Benji uh, Abraham or Ham is following you um, as you go. You go around the corner, and you think you see Lewis, uh, but as you get close to them, you realize it, it's not Lewis. It's just someone who kind of looks like him. And then a few more people <laughs> walk out into the hallway, but they're all wearing. It's they're wearing like pajamas, but they're all matching and they're all very plain. They remind you of almost like a hospital kind of not like scrubs, but like something that like a patient might wear. And they're like wandering around, and you look down this new hallway, and there's like eight of them. And some of them, there's like are like are kind of like just like looking up into space. They look like they do not know where they are or what they're doing. They look like they might have something. They look like they might have something mentally wrong with them. Some of them are like talking to themselves. There's one that's in a ball huddled on the ground and just rocking. One of them is just <laughs> it's just slowly just knocking his head on the wall. You know, there's like a woman who's like she's like making bird noises and like trying to catch something that you can't see. What the yeah, I guess we would turn around at this point. Benedict <laughs> would about to face with an embarrassed look on his face and say, nope, nope, not this way. <laughs> this is... <laughs> Guys, I can say that this is the wrong <laughs> way. <laughs> uh, do any of the girls look like uh, Abigail? Um... No, they don't. Uh, some of them are like yeah, youngish. You know, there's like there's mm-hmm. there's kind of like a range of ages and whatnot. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but as you get close, oh. you do notice that they have uh they have name tags like they have armbands like wristbands that have names and whatnot on mm-hmm. them. Um, well, what do the wristbands say? Can we like are they legible? Uh, well, I'll say that, like, probably, like, two of them are actually wearing wristbands, and the other ones are, like, either look like they've been chewed up, or have been pulled off or something. Um, sure. Yeah, you see... Benedict uh, is hanging back with his shard of gloss. <laughs> you see, uh, you see one guy, uh, his name is, uh, Ed Wist, W-I-S-T, um, and he's kind of, uh, um, uh, Kind of like just wandering around and kind of muttering to himself uh, as you go. Uh, uh, go ahead, but then I have something I want to do after you read the next guy. Um, you see that um, you see that there is a guy, uh, Rudolph Valater, V-A-L-A-T-E-R. Um, he has a uh, he has a bunch of tattoos down one arm that look like he must have been in the Marine Corps or something. And he is just um, he's just standing there with his arms folded. Kind of like no, like as you walk up, he kind of 
just notices you and just kind of looks back down at the ground. Does Hank know anything about the history of this building prior to the artsy residence? No, you guys have never on. really looked into that. Could I roll anything to figure out? Not here. Here's what I'm thinking. Okay. You're in the middle of a hallway. Can it's we, gonna, can we try the radios? Do the radios it's gonna be hard work? to come up with something. Um, I have two things I want to do. Okay. Does anybody else have anything they want to try first? I know. I was trying to think of something to do, but go ahead. Because I have a theory as to what these people are. But yeah, I um, think we all are on to that. But. No, I'm certainly not. <laughs> oh. whatsoever uh, so I'll engage Rudolph later hey Rudolph how are you doing he <laughs> looks he just kind of he looks up and he's like <sighs> um, fine can we get this can we get a move on and he like looks down at a watch he's wearing a watch he's the only one of these people who seems to be wearing like anything besides just patient gear he's wearing a, a watch and he's like can we get a move on uh, wait, where do you do you know why I pulled you over Rudolph <laughs> uh, that's uh that's uh that's pretty good um and he slaps himself in the face hard wham oh and God. Okay. he is like he goes he kind of like like he's tasting blood in his mouth he's like nope <laughs> you were speeding. He's like, he's like, he's like, he says, "Whatever, man." Um, where are you? Where are you coming from, Rudolph? Where are you going? <laughs> he's like, "Look, man, I just, I just want to wake up. I just want, I just want to wake up." Wait, 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 wait. So you are aware that you're dreaming? Are you lucid? <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm kind of sick of it. Honestly, I'm sick of this fucking place. It's every damn night. You've been you've been here before. Yeah, yeah. You know this place. Uh, kind of. Yeah, and look, I'm not doing this. Okay, look, I get it. You're you're me. You're like deep seated unconscious. Uh, I mean that guy, and he points over to Hank. Looks like my cousin Ricky. Uh, that's not a coincidence. Just saying. So, yeah, I'm gonna wake up, and you guys are gonna be gone. So, well, to be fair, Hank has a large family, and you very well might be one of his kids. But I yeah, sure hold up, I'm... hold up. We don't want it. He doesn't need to know all that. All right, <laughs> I, sir, I, I, I can assure I'm you, a, I'm an individual. I'm not you. You are not me. This is a weird space we're meeting in. We are two conscious, lucid people. You ever met somebody named Abigail in these hair parts? Uh, no. No, not that I know of. Great. See you later. Alright. <laughs> he just like, he just kind of like, he like puts his back against the wall and slides down till he's like kind of like crouched sitting on the wall. Um, about that time, um, you hear a bark. And you turn around, and Ham is barking at the end of the hallway. There's a door, and he's barking okay. at the door. Let's not go Let's... there. 
<laughs> let's talk to let's talk to Rudolph some more. Uh, I'm about uh, done with these interrogations. All these people seem to be on the crazy side. In fact, I think old Abraham might be the most sane being in this place. Yeah, let's, I, I think there. let's quickly talk to Ed. Let's. I, I, I really while we're here. We may as well just as well. speak to one other person to see if they have the same experience. Oh, uh, this is the other person? <laughs> yeah. What is the name? Ed? Yep. Ed Wist. W-I-S-T. Uh, right. Excuse me, sir. Uh, is your name Edward? Uh, it was like, you can, like, you, like, see his armband. He's like, he's like, whoa, 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 easy there, Tex. It hands oh, off the merchandise. Oh, excuse me. He's a youngish. Oh, he's a, he's, a, he's a, a pretty young guy. His uh, hair is much better coiffed than everyone else here. So I, I see you like to, uh, you too like to look after yourself. Uh, you're, you're a stunning specimen of a human, may I say. <laughs> he looks at he looks at you up and down. He's like, uh, yeah, man, whatever. He pulls out a small black book. He's like, what is your name? I'm, I'm trying to decide whether to answer my name or actually use my... You can use your <laughs> moniker. Code name at this point. Like I said, remember, you guys have your real names, you have your Delta Green code name, and we also have said that you have non-crazy sounding... FBI names. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm actually from a small island in uh, the UK. My name is Matador. Yeah. He's like that. Nah, that's uh, okay. Okay. And he he writes it down. He's like uh, and he sticks it back in his back pocket. He says uh, he says uh, what what can I do for you? Uh, just wanted to start up a conversation. There seem to be a few people here. We trying to find our way, and I thought you might know something. Well, looks like your dog knows the way. True. Do you know the dog? Yeah, I've seen it around here. Do you know Rudolph? Well, yeah, yeah. We uh, uh, where he's he's right down the hallway. Are you friends? No, <laughs> no, no. That dude is that dude is fucked up. Hmm. So what are you doing here, Ed? Ah, uh, look. Whatever they said about me, it ain't true. I haven't heard a thing about you at all. I can true as Bob. I swear. On Judy, my beautiful neighbor, have never ever met or heard about you before, Ed. Hey, I'm Ju just curious. Judy, what's she being. like? He pulls out his black, his little black book again. <laughs> Judy, well, she uh, she makes a mean cup of tea. Let me tell you. Oh yeah. Yeah. What's the last name? Uh, to be honest, sir, I do not know. <laughs> it's Hank in the background. Like, oh. <laughs> Just like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
what are you what are you what are you writing down in your in your book there, sir? Um, ah, just notes. Just taking notes. The people I meet, things I see. Oh, you know, I'm a writer. I, I take notes too. Are you are you writing something? Nah, it's just for me. Ah, journaling, a classic art. But uh, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about what about you, fellas? What's your names? He, he, wants, he wants to write down your uh, your names. Um, I do not think I will give you my name, sir. Good day. <laughs> right, how should well. I play this? Uh. No, Benji's just going to hold back. Um, like, uh, I'm not really comfortable sharing my, my name with you right now, sir. We're, we're not on that level, you understand? we got to be making our way. <laughs> uh, have, a, have a good uh, whatever the hell this uh, is. All right. Well, hold on. Don't don't mind them. Ed, Ed, do you want names? I've got names for you. Do you want names? Yeah. Do you want stories? I like stories. Do you like stories, Ed? Yeah, sure. Let me tell you about Jeremy. Let me tell you about Jeremy, Ed. Jeremy's one of my best people. Are you just going to give one him of my all best people, Jeremy's my best information? <laughs> he just tells all of Jeremy's life story. Social security and, number. Uh, Birthday. Everything. <laughs> everything. And say, so, you know what? Ed, Jeremy's had a hard time. He's had a hard time lately. He came in to work today. He wasn't feeling well. I gave him a simple task. He just botched it up. He just <laughs> botches things up all the time. And Ed, you know what? Like I don't, I don't hold it against him. He's just, he's just another guy, just like you and me. We just, we just, we're just some people. So Ed, like, yeah. What do you think? What's your story, man? Hey, uh, are, so are you trying to? get him to open up to you you're trying to give him some info yeah and open up. all right so give me some type of role then uh to try to appeal to him charisma success, right. success. 73 nice. or 75 success a success um so he he'll say he's like he's like you know what he looks you up and down he's like he's like are you it's like what you, he's like, listen, you need anything, you come to Ed. Ed can get it for you, all right? And also, you know, like, he looks around, he's like, and if you need help getting out of this place, I got a real good lawyer. He's almost got me out, okay? So, uh... Good to know, Ed. Good to know. Yeah. I um, may take you up on that offer, sir. Benji, Benji leans into the next series like, uh, how can we find them if we need them? Good question. Ed, we're a bit mixed up. How do we get back here? He's like, oh, he's like, uh, he's like, he's like, I, he's like, well, I, I'm here almost every night. As far as I can tell, anyway, uh, me and old, uh, he's like, and he, he points over, he points over at the other guy, um, 
He's supposed to put Rudolph like, me and old Rudolph, right? And, and Rudolph's like, he goes, fuck you, Ed. He says, ah, yeah. <laughs> He's like that. Can you, uh, you mind reminding us the name of this, uh, facility you're, we're in right now? Well, yeah, Dorchester. What? <laughs> Don't be stupid, Dorchester. Uh, can, 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 can you spell that? <laughs> <laughs> it's spelled exactly <laughs> like it sounds. You see, we got a little uh, lost, uh, which is why we're here. You might have. This is why you have not seen us around these parts. Uh, and what? What exact? What's the address of Dor Dorchester? If you don't mind me asking. A piece of fuck out of me. I. Uh, I don't know. My my lawyers ain't know that. You know, it's uh, it's it's what Boston. He gives you an address, well, um, a vague address area, yeah. like a zip code, and it's yeah. like it's in Boston zip code. Nah, not New York. No, correct. Not New York. Well, thank God, well, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> this guy gets it. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right, let's get the fuck out of here, guys. Right, Ed, thank you. It's a pleasure, and I hope uh, we will see you soon. It's been it's been a delight, sir. It's been a delight. Yeah, man. Yeah, take it easy. <laughs> is, there, is there any way we can... Can, can I somehow lead a trail? So I guess I guess we've got um, barking at a door. And we'll go that way. But can we, like, can I scratch into the wall as I walk up the shop? Like you're gonna like scratch like, a symbol to try and, or like a like just while we're walking, scratching along to try and make a trail. Yeah, it's not hard. Uh, there's like it's like wallpaper in some place. Like I said, very like turn of the century kind of style. Lots of like floral, like pretty wallpapers and stuff. And there's like you know gold leafing on the on like the parts of the wall and stuff. You just like <laughs> yeah, it's no problem. It's like keying a car. You just leave like a big scratch I there if you want to. Cool. Just, like keying, a car. Cool Just like keying a car. You keyed a lot of cars in your day's box? Anyway, door. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh. So we're following Hank, Ham, right? Yeah, it's this door yeah, at the end of the he's hallway. He's at a door and he's barking. And he's just like, he's kind of barking and he's just sitting there in front of it. And he's whining. Okay. Um. And gee, I mean, uh, describe the door. Is it, is it like a doorknob or a knocker or like what it was look like? It looks like a like a fire escape door, but it doesn't match the rest of the the place. Like this looks okay. like a modern 1995 fire escape door. Just got a regular this... handle. You know, like a push handle. Yep. Let's, not get, let's not get bogged down talking about doors, guys. Let's go. We gotta yeah, let's it. do something else. <laughs> um, <laughs> we turn around now. Uh, Hank will open the door. All right, you open the door, and you see down the stairs of the McAllister building. 
You appear okay. like the modern McCasker building. Yes, you appear to be looking down the stairs that you came up into the smoking lounge. All right. God dang it. We got to find the right girl. I, uh, um, Benji wants to try something. Okay. This was the second thing I wanted to try. And I don't know how I'm about to go. I don't know how to go about doing this, but so he's gonna be like, "All right, so we found an exit, clearly, right? Or so it seems. Totally. That's good. Totally. That's very important. We need to get out of here once we find Abigail. But first, we gotta find Abigail. I couldn't help notice, Benedict." When you asked for tea earlier, you got tea. I was just thinking, what if I said I want to set a stairs? Maybe up to the sixth floor. I'm going to try some here. I'm going to sit on my cross leg. I'm going to get on my haunches. It's comfy. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say, a person. Smooth is the ham. That makes the world steady as a mouth. <laughs> uh, grasp it. You'll be stared. <laughs> You'll be set of stairs after that, then there's six floors person. Brody's person. Benji, I think you bl- belong with that group we saw back there. Get your ass up off the floor. Yeah, nothing. Uh, Okay, well, I figured it's worth a shot. Hmm. Benedict gives him a fat slap on the back like it was, it was worth it. It was yeah, worth a try. Thank you. No, that's all who knows, I got. Who knows what shit we're in right now. Yeah, Ham mm. Ham is sitting there and he's uh, he's just like sitting there at the door, threshold of the door just kind of wagging his tail and looking up at Benji and he like he like Benji, you sat down. He like he pushes his nose against you, like he he wants you to. All right, what's up, boy? Come on, give me some nuzzles. I want nuzzle you like that. <laughs> I think we should go out. I think we need to get out yeah, of this place. I don't think it really makes sense to leave without Abigail, but I think that's where this road is oh, okay. taking us. Can we make the dog? Will the dog go out first? I said. I said, "Here, boy, you first. All right, you. Uh, yeah, you. You. You say. You like say. You know, like go on. And he goes down the stairs. He trots down the stairs. I don't know what else there is to do. Uh, let's keep this door open to this uh, 1920s uh, lounge. Maybe we should go. Can we? When I, okay, Hank walks out and looks around. Is is this the normal spot? It's to be left? the McAllister building. Not only is it the McAllister building, you look outside, you don't know if any time has gone past. Really? There is, there is still a little bit of twilight outside, which is about what it was when you left. You guys have been in no, there you, for like mm. at least an hour. At least. I mean, what do you think? It doesn't make sense to me to leave this place without finding Abigail Wright. And she's clearly in this 
alternate dimension thing. But we know how to get there, right? Well, we know how to... uh, Presumably, what I think is if we keep opening this door as long as it's nighttime, yes, we can go to this, like, 1920 dimension world. Um, Right. And in the meantime, maybe we can do some recon on the building, because we got so many fucking weird loose ends. Oh, God. What do you mean? What else? What would we ask? We have a bunch of history we might dig into about the building. We've got no. Lewis Post, who is not who he seems. We need to find a book, maybe. We need to find the play. Uh, we've well, I mean, got the, the painting back like- at my apartment. I feel like that that's all going to be, the answers to all that's going to be in this lounge, mm. night floor thing. Mm. I mean, th- there are answers. See, or, go on. So, like, uh, one thing Joe said in particular, like, when we asked if the guy with the mustache was the guy that built the McAllister building, and he said, you guys didn't do that investigation. So that is a potential... Oh, he said it what? He said that the guy said that was the guy that built the McAllister building. Lewis said that was the dude that built the McAllister building. But that he built all of it. I don't know if it was the Yeah, building, he built all of it. And by all of it, it, he meant the McAllister building, but not necessarily the night floors. And this guy might be the same guy that wrote this play, but we might be... Uh, I don't know. Maybe not. He definitely built maybe, maybe the McAllister not. building. And my original thought was like, okay, maybe this, like, who knows what this building was prior to being this resident house of residence, and it could have been like a basically a, a house for the criminally insane, and that's why these dudes were up there. But they said a completely other address. Unless this building was picked up from Boston and moved to New York, which I doubt. No, then it's like maybe a... it's... Yeah, it can be accessed by another, a lot of other buildings that probably this dude built. Well, it'd be like, uh, it's like the, it's like portals for the insane. Like the only people that can enter the night fours are the insane people that maybe or maybe have not been exposed to the King in Yellow. Um, I don't think it's that straightforward. I think it's buildings made by this dude. This dude that was like in the mirror. Oh, you think he made? Um... Oh shit! I wrote this down. You think he made that same, uh, that same facility in Boston? Possibly. Well, that's really interesting. Yeah, this dude obviously has some crazy connection to the demon, or he definitely no, he has some affiliation right. with the king. Of- no, he seems alright. <laughs> Anyway, okay, we can stay out, uh, leave the door oh. open. I don't really know what we want to investigate out here, but I'll follow your lead, uh, well, John, I think, if you uh, think. What? Hank, if we're, if we're being honest with ourselves, our employers have been very clear about what our objectives are. We need to hide the truth first and foremost. He's going to get this totally wrong. We need to hide the truth. We need to uh, obscure the truth. Uh, we need to uh, we need to cover up the truth, and uh, we need to get the fuck out of here. I believe that this door may not be open forever for us to do those 
key things. Just bastardizing the tenants of. Well, it's not bad, you know. It's basically all, right, cover up the truth. I'm, Let's get the fuck out of here. Okay. <laughs> I'm all for that. I still want to find this girl though, and I don't know what we could do outside of burning all the shit in her apartment. I mean, I mean, Hank, Hank is being very Hank is being very true to his character, which is as a U.S. Marshal, he wants to do the job. He wants to save people. You know, uh, Benedict is being pretty true to his character, which is. I'm looking out for number one. I want to get the fuck out of here. Um, Let's I, find I, a middle ground. What is the middle ground here? All right. Um, I think uh, I have an idea. I've got a I've got a little player bubbling in my tiny brain here. <laughs> what if Bubble we burst up? What if we bust out of this here dream world and go down to Abigail's apartment and collect a bunch of her hair and, and let's, let's, let's uh, ham sniff it and go back into them there dreamlands and it'll just be like ham dogs never down. <laughs> You're not sure. If Benji, how much, how much did you have to drink at that bar, son? <laughs> You're not sure if Ham's that kind of dog. <laughs> uh, about as you guys oh are doing Jesus. this, as you Jeremy. guys are standing at the top to, of the staircase, figure out what Jeremy is up to, trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. Uh, a figure rounds the corner at the bottom of the stairs, and you hear, "Oh no!" And you look down, and you see none under, none other. <laughs> Then Roger Caroon, standing at the bottom of the steps, looking up at you. Oh, you motherfucker! <laughs> you dirty some bitch! <laughs> that, I that that that's what you guys say out, out loud, like <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Hank literally goes out there and pushes him up against the wall and says, "So you knew more than you were letting on, huh?" I, I was. Oh, I'm sorry, I, did, I didn't, earlier I didn't remember, I'm sorry, I just, and he's still, like, he's still, you know, very shook, and seems, you know, still be scared of you guys, he just has his hands up, I'm sorry, I, I didn't remember, yeah, I wrote that, yeah, I wrote that stuff, yeah, I was just, I was just going upstairs to get something to eat, come on, come on. Oh my god, that's a sympathy for this guy, felt a bit bad before. I didn't like you before, and I definitely don't like you now. I, it's, I, I just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just... I'll, I'll go back to my apartment. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're not. You are staying with us, and we are going to torment you until we find Abigail Wright. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I it's hope like that's you just your player up. saying that, not you as a character. Ah. Oh. No, I'm on board with that. I think we need a fourth party member. And I think it's you. <laughs> I refuse to have this guy follow you as rounds an NPC. <laughs> I don't know. I think it would improve uh, well, the podcast. Well, as soon as we find Abigail Wright, we will let you go. I, mean, I don't want to look at your face. She's up in 12A. Yeah, 12A. What? 
Yeah, he said she's in 12A. On the sixth floor? Yeah, on, on six. Why is the room 12? Uh, okay. By the way, I will say this. If you guys look at the map, there is no 12A. Right. So, so we don't have a map of this. Fucking. We're out of the dream world now, right? Like you're standing in the Macau stairs. Yeah. And we're out of the dream world. Right. You're out of the night floors. Yeah. The night floors. And night. he's saying she's in twelve A. I say we take him back with us. We go back in there right now. We take him. We tell him to show us exactly where twelve A is. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, he's like I, I've that? never been so there. Can... I don't. I've never been up to six. Like you're like holding him still. He's like I've never been up to six. I don't go up there. I I can't. Why? I I'm I I I'm not ready. I guess or something. I don't know. Like I just I was just gonna go get something. I was just gonna go get you know a cocktail it's and not... go back to my apartment. You were gonna get a single cocktail and then bring it back to your apartment? Uh, look, maybe more than one. I don't know. It's, I hang out with Mark sometimes. Mark. That's the guy we met at the bar. Right, man. Mark. Rourke. Mark, bro. We need to get to the sixth floor. What was so special about Abigail that she got to go to the sixth floor? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I mean, she, she was just my neighbor, man. Like, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you also didn't know anything about the night floors, did you? I, I didn't during the day. I, I just, I Ooh. forgot. Like, I couldn't remember. Oh, look, they're they're here. They're here now. What's the big deal? Like, okay. Well, uh, uh, break breakaway meeting. <laughs> Hank Benedict, <laughs> you stay right there. You stay right there, Jinx. Ham <laughs> growls at him. Ham, yeah, I'm coming. Get by. Get by, this man. Ham. All right, we need a plan. What is we still? Okay, obviously we want to get to the six floors. We don't know what the how to get to the six floors. Something special about Abigail. I mean, I guess we could go back to Mark, but we're still uh Benedict, I know you still wanna not necessarily go back and kinda get rid of some evidence. I don't know where that lies in the plan. Well I mean did you think it's funny that uh Mark, who he been uh, interrogating in the daytime, doesn't know nothing in the daytime, and yet we're back in the real world here at night, and all of a sudden he knows uh, a couple things. Right Angie, we, we just Lewis did we just walked into an like alternate dimension, and I don't. I that's the least remarkable thing that has happened this entire time. <laughs> well. <laughs> You also ain't seen what I've seen. What's this that? Ends up bloody fucking hands coming out of chest. <laughs> <laughs> Gore, spouting horns, 
devils. <laughs> and Benji's just, just like, this is just Benji just thinking about a horror movie he saw once. He's <laughs> like, you haven't seen what I've seen. <laughs> you ain't seen what I've seen. Now, I mean, do you not think that's worth looking up on? These people seem to know things in the night that they don't know in the day. Yeah. Well, we just asked him, where's Abigail Wright? What else should we ask him, Benji? Well, when we asked him before, he didn't know shit. And when we asked him tonight, he said 12A on the 6th floor. That's something. I think we need a navigator. (laughs) We need a navigator, and I think our good friend Mark will be the man to do it for us. I think this is the guy. (laughs) You mean mean Roger, your good friend Roger. Sorry, Roger. Mark's the guy that was at the bar. Uh, Right. So does uh, Benedict not want to do anything here anymore? I think with the revelations of uh, Roger actually knowing something, I think now he's going to be furious and want to use him to figure out what the fuck is happening. I mean, I mean like, why, why are you skeptical, Brad? Like, th- this is a way to go, right? Uh, skeptical of what? Am I missing something? Like, now that we're here in the nighttime, back in the reality dimension, like, all of a sudden, this guy knows more I mean, more fucking Lewis knew. So did Lewis. I assumed that. That now that it's nighttime, they just have all these, like, memories of what they've done in the night floors. Because Lewis had the same thing. Yeah. Well, well they just lying. Go to, uh, let's go. But I don't think they're going <laughs> to. They could have been lying, but I think it's actually they have all these memories of shit they've done in the night floor and all this bullshit. I, my thing is, I don't think Maybe. he's the key to finding Abigail, but I don't like Roger, so he's going to come with us, and he's definitely not getting a cocktail, <laughs> if I have anything to say about it. <laughs> well, indubitably, but we've been going about it wrong. We just have to interrogate everybody at night, and we have to go to Michelle Van Fitz, because she's the one that has the goddamn actual script of the King in Yellow. And she also, if you yeah. guys remember that map, uh, not meaning to show you too much as the you know as the uh, GM here but in the map in the hand drawn map Michelle Van Fitz's apartment has a, an entrance to the night floors yeah exactly oh fascinating so remember that the you'd gone, the well, I didn't. you guys had gone there and looked and there was nothing there yeah okay I don't, I wasn't making that connection that the, that entire map, map was truthful now okay uh but I it think can we change should do that. potentially. Like assuming yes. the. So if we had the book, we would possess the entrance. A Maybe. book. Yeah, the play. Michelle. I don't Michelle, know. I think we should just um, go to her apartment and see if there's this entrance now that it's night. Mm, to the night okay. floors. Take Mark. That's what Take, I'm saying. Take uh, Roger with us. Uh. Uh, all right, break. Uh, <laughs> Roger, break. change of plans. Uh, you're coming with us to Michelle's room. Is Michelle still in her room? Oh, God, not her. Come on, guys. 
Oh yes. And the oh, way we go. Yes. <laughs> and you're not getting did a cocktail. That, did that just make you guys want to go even more? So much. Alright, let's travel on down to Michelle's room and is Ham still with us? Hopefully. Yeah. Okay. And you know, you guys, um you guys like I'll remind you of this, you guys actually have been in this building at night before. And the last time you guys were here, oh, we you have. knocked on Michelle Van Fitz's door and she did not answer. Yeah. Uh, cause she was in the night floors. Yeah. So uh yeah, Ham follows you and Roger's in. like, guys, come on. Like I just I've got some writing to do. Like that's that story that you found on the floppy, like I, I gotta I, I got like Sucked. He's like he's like no. I'm just gonna say it. But no, he, he actually gets kind of shitty about it. He's like, he's like, he's like, no, no, it doesn't. That, that is the best thing I have ever written. It is, it is. Yeah, don't let Michelle read it. That's all I got to say. <laughs> he's like, no, I'd never let her read anything. He <laughs> <laughs> doesn't seem to like her either. Roger, tr try to pull yourself together. There is a missing girl. We have got to find the right girl. Uh, Let's knock on our door. Michelle said this. Alright, give me a luck roll. Below Joe, 50 Joe, is lucky. This thing, this door is coming down. <laughs> One roll or another, it's going to come down. But you have, you have knocked, uh, so we're going to... Okay, alright. Nice. Right, 45 under 50. 45 under 50. Yeah, you knock on the door, and a Michelle opens the door. She's like, yeah... Hey, Roger. And he's just like, Hey, Michelle. She's like, What? What are you doing? Can I can I help you? Do you guys not get off at five like every other every other fascist police state thing out there? Like, what's... We push our way in. You do? For sure. You straight yeah, up sure. push your way in. She's like, She's, she's like, what? Well, uh, excuse me? Hold on! Uh, Michelle, cut the shit. We uh, try to like, be nice. Well, she is, and she's like, and she's like, like, she's like, no, you cut the shit. Get the fuck out of my apartment. What time Listen, is it? It's nighttime. Michelle, we just want to check your bookshelf again. But saying that, as you guys kind of glance around, this apartment is way bigger than it was before. Holy shit. And you thought there were a lot of books in here before. Like, wow. And of course... Has it got like a 1920s oh, flair? Or is it just... Little bit. Little bit. Mm. And uh, you guys actually... You remember... And Benji, remember that door you were looking at? Um, You were looking... You were looking for that bookcase where that door was supposed to be? Yeah. There's, there's a door there now. There's like a big yes. fireplace. Yes! There's not even a chimney. And there's a big fireplace. And she's like, she's like, get the fuck out of here. Michelle, I don't think we will. It was bad enough you were talking bad about Huckleberry Finn. But now we come in here to find this. <laughs> <laughs> don't you Uncle think you need to explain the fireplace, the door, 
this room expanding. We know all about the night floors, Michelle. Just like, we were just, just up there. It's, the, it's always fucking like this. What do you fucking want from me? No, it's she says, not. All right. I mean, she's like, she's like, last time, get the fuck out. Uh, Hank pulls out the gun and points it at her and says, "Give Michelle. me an alertness roll." Okay. Oh Jesus! I think it's time. Like, it's I'm sick. Time. Of, I'm sick of these people. They're they're uh, alert. Hold on. Where are we at? No, I can Sorry. see Hank being. I mean, Code these people are lying. Yeah. Success, thank God. Hold on, I'm trying to get the, uh... Is this fight music? <laughs> no, Sounds dude, like it's fight. No, you... <laughs> Here we go. I know, I'm trying to get you guys back to the night floor music. Uh. Oh. Alright, oh. alertness. She yeah, has a can soul. of mace in her hand. She's, like, holding okay. it down by her oh, side. Shit. And you're pointing a gun at her. I say, see, and I say, drop the mace, ma'am. She, she, she's like, she snar, she like snarls at you, and she looks around at all you, and Roger's just standing at the fucking door, just like. And actually, you know, this is probably a good time for Roger to fuck off. Roger starts to fuck off. Oh, and, oh wow! And you wait, got away, huh? Roger. But back. as, but like, as if you guys like. Just take a second to look over. About that time, she hits uh, Hank Ellis across the face with a blast of mace. No, wait. Okay, oh come on. I we don't even. Alert. We don't even. I got get... the alert. Okay, if we you want to say okay, initiative. All right, I got you're the right. Alert. I thought you're that was right. my save. I got the alert. You're right. You know what? You're right. She, okay, okay, okay. Let me put this. She goes to blast Hank Ellis across the face with some mace. Okay. So after react. So yes, I will say that you guys that since you said like drop the mace, I'll give everybody a chance my... to do something. Now I, I will love... also say God, this: damn. Hank Ellis does have a gun pointed at her already. <laughs> we don't want to escalate it that far. I would like to make. I, I mean, I want. I don't want to kill her, but she's. Yeah, she's definitely going down. I would like. like to I mean, not. A... I'm not going to shoot her, but. <laughs> I would like. To she's make definitely an... going down. Blam! Blam! <laughs> an unarmed combat roll to just take the mace away from her just like grapple her to take the mace away that's fair we each get to make one do we yeah. have to say before it happens now, it, you, like you tell me what roll. you want to do if that's what you want to do if you yeah. want to try to take the mace away from her I think I we should all should. I, I would want to do the same thing. Yeah, I think I want to do the same thing. I'm not going to shoot her, but I want to disarm her. Okay. Um, I think you're holding a gun. If this if this goes south, I think you just have to pull the trigger. <laughs> if you if you're holding that gun, if you want to, if you want to attempt to disarm her, you're not going to be able to do that with a gun in your hand. That thing is going to have to be dropped. Yeah, that's fair. You I should probably just get the gun trained on her. Don't worry, right, we'll take is, care of it. I don't want to... Dude, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Blues musician and an, a, a journalist. <laughs> we'll fucking take care of it. Let's see what happens. Don't even fucking let's, worry about let's it. Let's keep it true I to how we would do this. So, Benji, uh, 
Let's the see what happens. Historian Hank goes in for the unarmed takedown. <laughs> uh, Alright, real quick, everyone tell me what your dex is. Um Benji's dex is fourteen. So is Hank's twelve. <laughs> Next to it it says distinguishing features. Cross country. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh Benedict, roll me a luck roll real quick. Alright, all three of you may act before Michelle. Before she managed to get her finger on the trigger of that uh of the mace and spray Hank across the face. So what are you doing? Uh go ahead, uh let me know Benji and Hank first. And, uh, are we still are we still doing uh, splitting these sessions into two separate things? You know you're right. This is actually a good place for us. Ah, oh, God, that's a shitty <laughs> cliffhanger. God, I hate that, but we're gonna do it anyway. Uh, that is a good time for us to start right here or stop right here as Michelle Van Fitz and these guys are about to engage in their first Delta Green Impossible Landscapes combat. Uh, yeah, yeah, shit has gotten really weird and now this woman is just this writer is now attacking you guys i mean it's hit like shit's hitting the fan uh, but you guys have figured out a lot this session i've said really good job i'm really excited to see where this continues to go um but yeah we are gonna cut it there we're gonna take our mid recording session break and uh anyone listening to this we will be back uh next week with our uh next uh, our next episode uh, come back and hang out with us as we continue to try to figure out what's going on in this bizarre building and uh, so we can figure out what happens with the guys and uh, Michelle Van Fitz uh, until then see you guys later bye peace peace, peace.